0: Well, good morning, good evening, good afternoon, whatever time that may be, wherever you are. My name is Craig Hagan, and you're listening to Raymond's Weekly Podcast. I'm sitting here with my co-host, T-Mac, on a wonderful November day, and um, I'm just excited about what God's doing. Amen. Yeah, I mean, it's, um, you know, um, I had a chance this weekend to go to Alabama, southern Alabama. I know you're a big Roll Tide fan, you know. Mm, that's, that's That's an imprecation. But no, one thing though, I did think about you now but I'm not because of football, you know, um because of cotton yeah, um so the the cotton fields, I mean it's they' picking time. they, they were all there well They were, not they were all there was a number of them that were all white ready mm-hmm. to go. there were some that were had already been done, um you know that was actually nothing on it, and then there were some that had that had bales, yep, um you know i I guess you know I, I don't know how the, those bales work, I guess you probably do because yeah. you
1: um, yeah that's that's the last, I don't know. Eight or ten years, that's the newer way they're going to with these pickers. It bales it and then drop it. It's an easier way to handle They're using less and less wagons and module builders.
0: Yeah, it's like a round bale or yeah, something. Like yeah, that. yeah, It almost looks like plastic around it, has,
1: has it. It does. It's got a plastic wrap on it, yeah.
0: Yeah, so is that similar how they do hay? or? Is it's very
1: similar, yeah, very yeah, similar.
0: yeah. See, you know, if you listen to our podcast, you learn about <laughs> about farming. <laughs> yeah. Things I knew nothing about. Stuff you need to know. But I, I do want to let um, everyone know, because some people think it's kind of a racial statement. But my family, they were cotton pickers. Um, in fact, um, my my great-grandmother, um, if you come to campus, we have Rooker Memorial Auditorium. That was, that was after my great-grandfather. So his wife, my great-grandmother... Um, they would say that she would outpick you know everybody you know mm-hmm. even as a is a female, and so my my grandfather talked about picking cotton um you know, so down in Texas, I mean they picked a lot of cotton i mean in it makes sense that's why in Dallas every year New Year's Eve, we had the cotton bowl mm-hmm. and so you know so we did pick cotton
1: yeah. cotton's king again all through the south and i mean in in the earlier days, even where I'm from daddy daddy picked some cotton by hand, but then later we had. Started having two row pickers, mechanical, you know pickers, and now they got four rows, six row, eight row. Yeah, yeah.
0: I don't know anything about it, but if you want to know what what a two row, three row, four row, five, <laughs> you can. I guarantee you can Google it. You know, I'm I'm sure some of these equipment makers, you know, yeah. like I don't know New Holland, some of these. John pop, Deere, John Deere. Yeah. you I'm, I'm sure you can look it all up if you want to know what we're talking about. Because I have no clue what we're talking yeah. about. I I don't know anything.
1: Have a cotton picking um, good time
0: uh, about uh you know any of that stuff. Although one time, um, when my son was, was racing and, um, we were at the, um, Southern Illinois, um, state fair in Illinois, there's actually two state fairs. Um, this one happens to be in DeCoin and there's also one in Springfield. Most people don't know that, but anyway, um, my son was having a race there. And so there was the fair going on they were working on the race car. I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm going to go over the fair and check out all this stuff. And it, you know the same kind of people that come to Tulsa State Fair also come southern you know this you know really high class of of, of people it looked like, so we looked at the buildings and stuff and interesting part about it ran into some Rhema pastors pastures there um well, so there was a long walk between where I had to go um to the racetrack and and where the midway and all the buildings were um but between that long walk it was a bunch of it's a bunch of fields and they had all kinds of heavy equipment. You know, because they have a lot of corn, they have mm-hmm. a, lot, a lot of a lot of farming, a lot of industry, and things like that. So, in we, and with the heavy equipment, they had put um, some tents there where, where you could go and you could talk to all of the people. Expo, making, yeah, yeah. So, well, so I'm I'm making my way, and it just starts downpouring. You know, so I, obviously I'm under one of these tents or whatever. You know, and these guys are salesmen; they're they're, they're trying to um, sell their stuff. I'm like. I'm like, dude, man, I'm the wrong person. I I don't even know what your equipment does and doesn't do. I don't want any equipment. I'm just trying to stay out of the rain. Not to get wet. But then he had nothing to do. So he describes what his equipment does and doesn't do and all these kind of things. And I'm like,
1: he's a salesman. He's got to talk to you.
0: Yeah. So, you know, I'm like, dude, you can explain everything you want to. You're not going to make a sale on me, but, you know, you might make me know a little bit about. You know more about what's Here, going here's on.
1: Here's your a fun fact, that those cotton fields you saw that had already been picked, uh huh, and you could see a little lint, you know, hanging off of those yeah. um cotton bushes. Uh you could uh, you could uh, we would do and people do, you put an electric fence around one of those fields and put your cows in there and they will eat every piece of lint there is left in that field.
0: Really? So so you so you clean it up with cows? Yeah,
1: they it's it's got a little bit of protein value and their cows love it. They'll eat every bit of it.
0: Wow. Well, today um, you know, we're having a special Thanksgiving podcast. We're going to talk about Thanksgiving and you know, a, a lot of times it doesn't seem that in the special generation that we live in, people are as thankful as as I believe that they should be. Um, you know, the origin of of Thanksgiving um, you know, that basically we we all know, well, I don't know if we all know cuz people don't care about history anymore. Um, but I we all should know is is that the pilgrims who came over here, and the reason they came here was to worship God the way they pleased.
1: Religious freedom.
0: Yeah, religious freedom, which, you know, I, I hope we still have it today. Sometimes it seems like they're trying to take that away from us. And um, obviously, uh, well, I'm, I'm, maybe it's not obviously, but the first Thanksgiving was actually after their first harvest, and they were thankful to God um, for what went on. Um, and I know, Tony, you, you have some facts about how many people came over here um, yeah
1: there was a hundred and two and on the ship that came over from England that landed at Plymouth and um, and uh, they um, took them 66 days to get over here and the first winter half of them died yeah I mean that that so think about
0: that you you come over to a new place and you're all excited about it and half of you die in, in fact the, the very first Thanksgiving it says that there are like I think 50 pilgrims celebrated the very first thanksgiving and there was 90 we'll call native americans now to you know to be politically correct but you know um and you know and so um you know sometimes people you know you 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 see social media and and i get it you know guys i understand interest rates are going up i understand fuel goes up everything's going up i mean some of your favorite restaurants have had new menu three different times you know because they keep you know you know up in the price and things like that
1: you know, I, I read of a restaurant yesterday that it's got a surcharge for printing menus
0: oh really yeah <laughs> a, a, a menu surcharge yeah
1: menu printing surcharge
0: yeah and, and you know i actually heard a lot of restaurants are still using the Q- qr code not because of covid it's so that they, they don't have to reprint mm-hmm. menus because things are, are are changing so much and 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 i understand you know a lot of things and i and i do know a lot of people are hurting but I mean, you know, we didn't have to go through half our population passing away. There you go. You know, um, just going through a winter time. You you know, and as bad as COVID might have been, as many people, it wasn't half the population in the United States of America. Now you're saying, well, we were talking about 100 people and only 50 people. But you know, half the people got wiped out. I mean, you know, yep. you know, you know, when when you say only, you understand, you're talking about 50 of your family members and your and your close friends. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, you know, and so. I mean, there's a. I mean, just think about natural grief and all. I mean, there's a lot of, you know, bad things. I, I'm sure that some people were tempted to blame God, um, yep. you know, you know, for for all that. But you know, the whole origin of Thanksgiving was, you know, they were giving thanks to God for bringing them to the new land and giving them a good harvest. Yeah. Um. You know, and and even though they had the tragis tragedy and all those kind of things happen, but but you know, if obviously if it wasn't for um them coming over then you know we might not know america like we know it today i mean you know we would have a completely different you know heritage and um you know they were thankful and not only they were thankful like i said wasn't it a three-day harvest
1: they had a three-day feast yes yes quanto taught them how to grow corn and how to catch catfish yeah, I bet they had a catfish at Thanksgiving. That's my kind of Thanksgiving. It they worked. had a three-day celebration. Yeah,
0: on. well, because actually, the first Thanksgiving, they have a lot of waterfowl and a lot of a lot mm-hmm. other things that aren't. They didn't have traditional yeah. Thanksgiving turkey and, and stuff. It was, um, you know, it was completely um, different. But I mean, you know, it, it is interesting because a lot of our holidays, like Thanksgiving, I mean, basically, we have a holiday to give thanks thanks to God. Yeah, you know and as anti, as anti-religious as we try to make america you know we um you know well the ones that say the pledge of allegiance now many people don't because because in the pledge of allegiance it says one nation under god you know individual. and some people don't like that mm-hmm. um and then you know go to your your monetary system it says in god we trust i mean you know our nation whether you like it or not was founded upon godly principles and i know we people want to take god out of the government and I believe we should put it back in the government. Um, in my own opinion, although I think the government should say out of some some of our, yeah. our our you know what's going on, um, but um, because I do believe in in freedom, I, I think that we should have freedom. And um, but you know it is interesting that we have chosen to have a Thanksgiving holiday. And in which interesting part about Thanksgiving because it's on a Thursday, you know, not all businesses, you know, because you have them, um, you know, because people shop, but but, you know, a lot of your nine-to-five normal office jobs, you get Thursday and Friday off. So so really, you know, the Pilgrims had a three-day feast, but really we kind of get two days to be thankful for, for God. Um, no.
1: Less you go shopping.
0: Unless you go shopping. And it is – I'm 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 kind of actually happy to see a number of the retailers. You know, they started their Black Friday on Thursday. A number a number of them have canceled that. Even more have canceled it even this year. And so, you know, they're giving the whole day of mm-hmm. Thanksgiving just to – You know, oh, I want to say just give thanks to God, but it's also to watch football and do do whatever. I think you all sit at home
1: with a turkey hangover and shop on the web.
0: Yeah, well, and that is another issue because people shop online, you know, a a lot more. But, you know, from a Christian um, attitude, you know, it is interesting how a lot of times Christians aren't as thankful to God as we should be. Um, You know, a lot of times that we are really good about griping about stuff and, complaining about things, but we, you know, even what w- was it, you know, when Jesus healed the t- 10 leopards, leopards, lepers. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. they they,
1: they ha- that's how they got spots. They were like, yeah, yeah. they had stripes. You know,
0: the 10 <laughs> gentlemen who had leprosy, all right, you know, they were healed. And only one came back to thank him. Yeah. You know, it, it is, you know, it, it's kind of sad that, and I believe that the generation that we live in, or their younger generation are even less thankful or less they 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 say thank you less
1: well you know why why it's the entitlement yeah they, the, the, they they feel that they, you know they, they earned it they you owed their owed things and yeah. so the entitlement mentality destroys thanksgiving you can't be entitled and thankful at the same time
0: well and that's the thing i mean people i mean you know you realize that if it wasn't for god we wouldn't have nothing right and, and obviously, the very first Thanksgiving feast, it was because, you know, they realized that, that God provided them, right, brought you, know, them through. you know, you know, brought them through, you know, first of all, to the new land. And then we, we, you, we were talking about beforehand, um, you know, the first winter, you know, understand they arrived at wintertime. So wintertime in Massachusetts is not necessarily yeah. the best time of year to hang out. And so because, you know it was hard to, you know, I guess they were trying to build shelters and things like that, but majority of them hung out on the boat, stayed on
1: the boat <laughs> because right.
0: that, that was the most sheltered place. Um, and then, you know, um, I think on, on the boat, there, there was, if you want to call it an epidemic, came. you know, people, Yeah. I mean, when you're in close quarters and people get sick, you know, I mean, you know, it's, it's not just COVID that causes, when you are close quarters, people get the flu and people pass around on different things. And, um, you know, they died, but, but, um, you know um you just wonder you know obviously there're not many people in the world but I mean w- if they had social media the pilgrims had social media what what would they have been saying that very first <laughs> winter time you know what I mean what what would they say or or whatever but you know
1: they'd been doing tiktok videos telling everybody else in england don't come t- here yeah, you'll die you don't come
0: here you're going you're <laughs> going to die I, mean, I came over here and died you know but you know ultimately they were thankful yeah and um, ultimately, we're all thankful that they did come over here because, you know, America, I mean, it literally changed our country. Um, they you know, would have
1: fared better if they'd have came to the south instead of yeah. <laughs> the northeast.
0: <laughs> True. I mean, you know, but <laughs> I, I guess technically, um, you know, coming from Europe and things like that, they basically that came from shorter, shorter distance. Shorter yeah. distance, came right, right across. And now let's just also be honest. I'm assuming if if you're on the same – Latitude, longitude, line. I mean, you should know yep. the weather patterns. I mean, you know. Now, if it was you and I, you know, we're we're, we're going to hit closer to Florida, yeah. you know, Georgia, yeah. down Some there, more where, down where, around Savannah. Where, so, so where it's a little warmer, <laughs> yeah. you know, you know. But, you know, they probably didn't have meteorologists above no. them on, on the Mayflower, mm-hmm. you know, and that's, you know, in, like I said, th- they didn't now. Interesting part about it when you know they say Columbus discovered America, most people think actually this Columbus discovered the Caribbean islands, Uh, they don't even know if he really made it to the mainland. America's, yeah, so yeah, so anyway, that's a whole nother subject, and I,
1: yeah, and he was lost, so there you go,
0: yeah, so but um, you know, going to the Bible, um, you know, that's the book we read, um, first Corinthians, um, first Corinthians chapter 5. Um, verses 16 um through eighteen. I'm reading from the New Living Translation it says this way. Says, always be joyful. Now, now, you know, right there, I know a lot of Christians that are not always joyful. You know, the Bible, you know, we're supposed to be a doer of God's word, you know, because if you read social media now, there's a lot of Christians right now that are not really joyful. They're they're mad about what's going on. Then verse 17 says, Never stop praying. Um, you know but verse 18 is what I really want to get to. It says, be thankful in all circumstances. And I'm, not, I'm reading Brother Hagin would, would say, all circumstances. He, he, that was how he would say it. Um, for this is God's will for you who belong to Christ Jesus. Now, if you're being thankful in all circumstances, you understand that some days you're not going to have you know, the best day ever. So, some days, you know, things are going to, Going to happen that you don't really enjoy, or you're going to get bad news. But, but you know, the Bible says, you know, or Paul's saying here, to be thankful all the time. Yeah, I mean, we should always be thankful. Now, maybe you're not thankful for what's going on now, but you're thankful for what God's doing for you, um, because this is only temporary. And th- that's how I I see things. You know, and you know, I, I know I have some friends that are um, that are. I guess they basically think, you know, you know, the economy is going down, this is going down, and it's never gonna get better. It's it's never going to, to rebound and things like that and but um I don't believe that. No. And and the other side about it is I don't believe that we are subject to the economy. I mean, you know, like well what do you mean? Well, you know, our God says he's gonna provide all our needs. Um and um, you know, like I said, we're going to make it.
1: We got a covenant.
0: Yeah, so you know, so you know, we got God on our side. Now, I feel sorry for the people who don't know God, or, or, you know, there are a lot of people who are a Christian. They may be accepted Christ as the Lord and Savior, but they don't believe that He's a provider for us. They don't believe a lot of, you know, the Bible says to forget not all His benefits, and maybe when you don't see the benefits, it's hard to be thankful because you don't realize, you know, what you got. What you think? What you think you have in your own mind? You think you have a boarding pass to heaven? And one fine day, you know, soon and very soon, when the roll is going to call up yonder, you're going to be there when they crack the the eastern sky. And so you got this boarding pass, and I said, well, you know, are ready for them to to, to call? You know, I, I spent a lot of time on airplanes this weekend. Um, courtesy of, you know, my I, I don't want to call it Mother Nature, but but you know, but the the weather, or I guess I call it Mother Nature, not call it God, but. The weather was really bad, so we got di- diverted. Um, we're on our way to um, Dallas-Fort Worth, so we're trying to beat the thunderstorms in. Oh, we didn't beat the thunderstorms in. They want us to circle around for an hour. We don't have enough fuel to circle around for an hour, so we're going to land at the Houston Intercont- Intercontinental Airport. We'll get some more fuel. We'll think about letting you out, but no, we didn't. We're just going to set you on the tarmac for two hours. Mm. Um, so, anyway, so I'm thankful for you know, but you know what? So, um, um, I wasn't happy to be sitting on a jet airplane for two hours on a tarmac, but I sure didn't want to fly through the storm and get hit nah. by lightning or, or whatever else. I mean, you know, so, you know, it is what it is. It wasn't my favorite thing to do, but I'm still alive to tell about it. Yeah. You're here. I mean, yeah. I mean, you know, and so, and obviously the pilots made the, the best choice and, and the, the right choice. It wasn't comfortable, but what am I going to do about it? You know, I'm, I'm going to be thankful. I'm not going to lose my joy, you know, just because I got stuck in a, in a tube. um,
1: (laughs) 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 I won't even finish the whole rest of that one. No, (laughs) no, no. I know where you're going. I'm, yeah. (laughs) And so,
0: (laughs) but, you know, and it is, you know, what it is, you know, I'm, I just am happy that I didn't have small children because there was some small children that, that were crying and things like that because they're, they're just small children things, you know, so, but um, you know we should be thankful in all circumstances, every everything because we know that we're it's only temporal. And I don't care what the doom and gloom people say; it's only temporal. Things you know, things will change, and um, and and I and that's one thing too. That's why the Bible says you know we should be praying for our land. We should be praying for our country, um, because you know, I think things will change. And you know, the Passion Translation um says it this way: it says, "Let your con." Let your joy continue, um, Let your joy be your continual feast. So that almost sounds like a Thanksgiving yeah, there you thing. Go. Yeah. Let your joy be a continual feast. So, so you know what? I personally believe, you know, that's another thing. We shouldn't only be thankful to God for one day out of the year, or maybe two if you get, you know, two days off. Um, we should be thankful continually. You know, we think of having a feast, you know, Thanksgiving is the time, you know, where even when people tend to be on diets, you know, 10, that's one day where, where most everyone thinks it's okay to splurge. Um, there'll be some people who don't want to splurge or what, whatever, but I mean, even, you know, I was on a pretty strict diet. Thanksgiving was the, the, my one exception <laughs> that I'm going to, you know, because there's some foods to eat at Thanksgiving that I'm, I'm not going to eat for a whole nother year, but it says, let your joy be your continual feast. So what does that mean? It means you should continually be joyful and happy all the time,
1: you are what you eat,
0: <laughs> you are what you and, well that's the other side about it is too we're also we are what we who we hang around mm-hmm. and if you hang around people who aren 't joyful it's really easy to let their their pity party get on you and and you know act like they do or. You know, negativity. I mean, there are people. You know, there are certain ones that we happen to maybe associate with. I'm not. I'm not talking about any employee here at the ministry, by the way. Just to just to throw that out. I don't want. <laughs> I don't want someone. I don't want one of our employees to think, "Oh, is that me?" No. But there are people that we know. I'll just we'll put it that way. That can. That they're they're negative about everything. Wet blanket. Yeah. I mean, they're always negative uh, about everything. It's like you know, I mean. There's no reason sometimes even to talk to them sometimes because I know that they're going to try to, you know, snuff anything out whenever there's a joyful time. And I mean, I can't. I mean, I wouldn't want to be one of those people. Now, um, you know, I want to continue to be joyful. I'm, I'm pretty happy all the time. I know um, one of my good friends, Dave Scarlett. Um, his glory ministries. Um, great ministry. Check him out. Um, and um. He goes, man, every time I see you, Brother Craig, you you're always have a smile. You're always happy. I, I just enjoy. It's like contagious whenever I'm around you. And that's, that's the way my attitude um, is. You know, right? But it says, let your joy be a, your continual feast. And then it says, make your, life, um, make your life a prayer. And in the midst of everything, be, uh, be always giving thanks, for this is God's perfect plan for you in Christ Jesus. So, you know, it's God's plan for you, you to be, be thankful. Um, Be thankful for what we have. Like I said, you know, you know, some people who actually, you know, are griping about this generation have this spirit of entitlement. Mm -hmm. You know, when it comes to God, they kind of feel the same way. Yeah, they they kind of feel entitled. Well, well, because I am a Christian, because I serve God. Well, you know, you mean it's your responsibility to bless bless me. But but it's not
1: necessarily a generational thing. It exists everywhere in different flavors. yeah. Yeah.
0: But, you know, I mean, honestly, I mean, God blesses us because he loves us and he's just a good God. Yeah. You know, I mean, you know, honestly, we when with Christianity. We get what we don't deserve. I mean, you know, and like I said, we deserve, you know, sometimes things happen, you know, because of your ancestors and because our ancestors messed up a long time ago, mm-hmm. you know, you know, but but God made a way through Jesus Christ. You know, so so we didn't have to be under the curse of our ancestors, so, so to speak. I mean, I mean, if you're in a you know part of a family, there's those certain people that, that are part of a family. You know that um, it's known. You know that they're known as a very rich family. You know, I mean, you know, and have lots of money. The Rockefellers, the Kennedys, whatever. And then there's some newer families that weren't necessarily rich, but aren't you know like Bill Gates. You know, other other you know, self made, you know, millionaires or billionaires, you know, here at this time. And so if you're a member of their family, you know, you have a lot of benefits. But if you're a member of a family that, you know, your dad or your grandfather, you know, declared bankruptcy seven times or, or whatever, you also reap their benefits, mm-hmm. you know, per, per se. I mean, you know, you know, sometimes a little tougher but because of of things. I mean, you know, if you're born in a family that's more well off, I mean use it you you live in a better house, better schools better you know things like that but you know what you know our ancestors messed up and they ate from the tree a long time ago you know but but we got what we don't deserve because jesus took it all for us And, and so i mean we should be just thankful and you know every time um you know you have a pity party for yourself there's a there's somebody else that has it worse than you you know i mean so you know, for instance, let's just say you know you're dealing with shoulder pain, or you're dealing with arm pain, or whatever. You know, and I, I'm not saying it's easy or it's tough, especially if it happens if you're right-handed and it happens to be, um, your your right hand. You know, and that really seems tough until you meet Jeff Bardell, who doesn't yeah. have a right hand. Mm-hmm. You know, and and so you know he had a tragic accident, things like that. Great man, you know, but um, you know, so you know, I'd be thankful for my arm hurts. I mean, I, I have a bruise on my arm right now because somebody didn't know how to stick a needle the um, um, other day whenever I was trying to do my due diligence and give blood, you know, to help out mankind. Um, now I got a big bruise, um, so somebody stuck me and it didn't, didn't work, you know, and so, you know, I'm sad to have a bruise, but I'm glad to have an arm. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, and so the thing about it is we should be thankful to God according to this, giving thanks always not just on thanksgiving day because i bet you i'm not you know that there are some people that probably the only time a year they ever give thanks to god is on thanksgiving um and you know and there are some people that probably you know their thanksgiving because their thanksgiving isn't as good as it it could be then they you know they're mad at god whatever but um you know, I mean, we serve a good God, a God who loves us. And I know my my dad has a, a message and CD series. I guess am sure it's on MP3 as well. Raymond.org slash store um, on Thanksgiving, a continuous Conti- flow. Yeah, And it should be a continuous flow. We should continue to um, offer up Thanksgiving to God, even during the bad times. Um, you know, and I, I've been there before, you know, God, I don't really like what's going on right now, but I just thank you right now that this is temporal. I mean, this is only temporary. I I'm you know, th- I'm coming through this. I thank you. I mean, I'm thankful that I don't have to live at this place all my life, you know, mm. and, and um, you know, and this is this temporary. I, and I guess that's why I have a good attitude all the time, because even when things aren't the best in the world, it's just temporary. Um, you know, I'm moving up. Um and you know, it, I'm. It's or we're going to overcome. Amen. Actually, the Bible says we are already overcome. You know, you know, or the Bible says, "Thanks be to God for for you know, He gives us a victory," and so through our Lord Jesus Christ, and so everything we have is, is through Jesus. Now, an, another scripture that I like to read, and it might not be your traditional Thanksgiving scripture. Of course, I'm not very traditional anyway, so I guess it doesn't really matter. But um, um, over in Philippians, um. Um, Philippians chapter 4, and um, I'll actually start with verse 4, and kind of the same thing here it says in Thessalonians, but this was the church of Philippi. It says, always be full, I'm reading from New Living Translation, always be full of joy in the Lord, and I say it again, rejoice, because rejoice is is, keep on having joy. So let everyone see that you're considerate in all you do. Remember, the Lord is coming soon. And here's where I want to get to. It says, don't worry about anything, or the Bible says not, Don't have any anxiety in the the New New King James. Instead, so it says we shouldn't worry. So when things happen, we shouldn't worry about it. But it says instead, we should pray about everything. And the next thing it says, and tell God what you need and thank him for all he has done. You know, people are good about telling God what they need, but they're not good about thanking for what he's done. You know, because even if you have some needs that you're going through right now, I guarantee you there are some things he's done in your life that you should be thankful for. Now, I I will say, you know, of um, all my children, you know, um, one of them, my middle son, Blake, um, he tends to always say thank you more. Even stuff because, you know, I'm not saying, because my kids are not really, I mean, they're pretty, you know, know, they're pretty thankful, you know, because they don't really feel that entitled. But, I mean, even stupid stuff like, you know, I'm, you know, I pay for him all a meal or whatever, you know, he'll, he'll say thank you. Um, more. I mean, I, I don't know. He He's always done, even from a little kid, he was always the most thankful, mm-hmm. um, you know, at Christmas time or birthday time. And I'm not saying my other kids didn't say thank you, but you know, you, he just was, he was very quick to always say thank you, um, you know, for everything. And because of that, you know, it always, it, it, it made me happy. It was, you know, it made me, you know, feel good that that you know you're not doing things and you know people at least thankful for things that you do. I mean, you know, sometimes, um, you know, whenever we've been a blessing to people, whether they're our family members or whether they're our friends or something, you know, but even some people we don't don't even know we just felt led that we share, you know, and we don't ever get a thank yous and sometimes we're like, well, they even care? I mean, I mean, I mean, you know, but Blake was always very thankful and always, or at least. At least he said he was <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> you know sometimes we use psychology too or, or whatever, but but I, I I you know I will say that's one thing of, uh, about him that he would say thank you more often and, and I believe that we as Christians should say thank you more often um, continually. I mean that's, you know
1: well, I believe God expects it. yeah, that story you referenced a while ago it's cl- pretty clear Jesus expected uh, a thank you. Uh, and uh, something else about it—it it, it positions us properly. Th- this thankful attitude, grateful attitude, and it expands our capacity to receive, and that we need that right now in these days.
0: Yeah, and you you know what? Um, it is interesting too because there's a lot of times that we as ministers we don't hear testimonies for a long time, and it's not like we need to thank you because I didn't heal that person. All right, you know I, I, I you know I'm not the one who who set them free, or or helped them? You know, I mean, I mean, I might have you know prayed for them or, or whatever. But man, it, it really helps me to to know that um, you know, this person got healed under your ministry. That you know that you know, I it, mean, it's I mean, you know, there's our gratitude. I mean, um, and and well, so I just got a testimony the other day, and it's pretty pretty awesome. Um, it sounds it sounds pretty simple, but it, you know, and a lot of us don't even think about this, but. So here at Rainbow Bible Church on Sunday mornings, um, as you know, that we always take time and then we we lay our hands up upon prayer cloths that are that laid upon the sick, and um, during that, that time we also ask anyone in attendance that might be, you know, need healing to to raise their hand if anyone's around those, that person to, to pray for them, and then I don't I don't know everyone does, but I also encourage the people who are watching online. You know, if you need healing, you stretch your hands out toward toward you know your device or however you're watching. Some people watch on on their smart TV, or and and I'm gonna stretch my hands out toward you and and I pray for healing. And so there was a lady um who, her um daughter is is a Raymond student, um and she watches this. I don't know if she watches this every week, but but she she watches this live. Um, you know, sometimes people watch us live because they live on the West Coast and, and they're able to still go to their home church. Sometimes people don't have a home church for whatever reason, anyway. But she watches our church live, so you have to understand. I'm not preaching a sermon; we're, we're we're doing announcements. You know, we're this is this is a prayer time during announcements, and um. So she actually had a wart on her hand, and she actually had a Band-Aid over that wart. Um, you know, and um. So she decided to believe God if that wart would be gone. And so, you know, I mean, she stretched her hands. I prayed. I mean, a prayer that I pray almost every time wasn't any spectacular prayer. I didn't feel any supernatural anointing flow out of me any different than any other self. But, the um, moral of the story is, I don't know if it happened, you know, immediately or later on in the day or whatever. But at some point in time during that day, she took that bandaid off. thinks think she was going to change the aid and the wart was gone. Um, so, you know, she got healed of her award. Um, by stretching out toward her hand, to, to, toward her device, um, you know, and that's just you know, how good God is. And we should be thankful for a good God like that, you know, but, but it was so awesome to hear that testimony because there are sometimes I'm like, in your own mind, mm-hmm. is this a waste of time? You know, is anyone out there even responding or, yeah. in, you know, when, you know are, are they just sitting there looking at you while you're praying for them? You know, but, um, you know, obviously people get healed. Um, you know, and, and I'm not the healer. I didn't do anything. Jesus is the healer, but it also was her faith. And and I, I kinda think that she didn't actually put her faith out for that wart until I said something, Hey, if you need healing, you know, or, and um and so um, you know, she got healed. And so I think it's it's um it's pretty cool. But the Bible says, um let me finish this off right here. It says and you know, we're reading from Philippians chapter four. Um, verse 6, once again, don't worry about anything and then pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for all he's done. Then you will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything we can understand. His peace will guard your heart and mind, uh, minds as you live in Christ Jesus. Interesting part about it is it says after you tell God what you need and thank him for what he's done, at that time you're going to experience God's peace. It doesn't say you're going to experience God's peace once you have your need met. And I think that's what you know. We need to understand. We don't have to wait till our need gets met to experience God's peace, because we know that we have given our needs now to God, and He's taken care of that. And we've, we're thanking. You know, so now, what I do, and, and this comes down to Thanksgiving, is that you know, once I pray a prayer of faith, you know, and I say, God, this is what I need, you know. And I've heard my grandfather mention like that. So, you know. Um, if you have a a person and I'm not going to say anything bad about them, you know whether they're you know whether they're doing it because they can't work or whatever, but you have people in the streets that we call beggars we- you know obviously it's it's in the you know we read about them in the New testament you know um you know there's people in every day they they ask money for people who are coming by you know if it have to be a major city you know people are coming by certain things are' told so they stand by the highways usually you know where people traffic is because it's the best place to collect money. Um, you know, but every day they're begging. Now, when we talk to God, um, you know, I don't think that, I mean, God can hear us the first time. We don't have to beg him every day to meet the same need that we asked him for the the day before. Mm -hmm. So what we do is after we've, you know, know, give him our need, then we thank him for what he's done. So what I do is every day after that, I thank, I say, thank you, father, that this is done now in the name of Jesus. I, I give him thanks for for that he's taking care of my issue even when I can't see that he's taking care of my issue. Because I'm not moved by what I see. I'm not moved by what I feel because sometimes I don't feel like things are any better, you know. But I know that my God is taking care of my issue. That's why I can have peace and, and I can, you know, if you're not sleeping good at night because you have a need, that means you haven't given your need to God. You know, God says, cast your cares upon me, for I care you know, for you. If you cast your cares upon him, First Peter 5, 7, pass your cares on him, then your cares no longer become your cares, they become his cares. So he's the one that cares for him, you're the one to have the peace, and you can continue to thank him that the need's been, been met. And, you know, that's another way you can have thanksgiving. And I believe we should thank God for two things. Thank God for what he's done in the past, and thank God for what he's He's doing you know, right now for us. Um, and you know, what
1: is he yet to do in the future. Yeah, three, what he has things. To, yeah, three things. What do he have to go. do in the future. You I, know? Call it, I call it appreciation, anticipation, and celebration, you know. And you see that in the Passover. You see it in communion. And then we're going to have a big supper called the Marriage Supper of the Lambs. All along the way, we rejoice.
0: Yeah, well, that's what the Bible says. Yeah. Rejoice. That's it. You know, we, and you know, Thanksgiving's a picture and, of that. For you. And the thing about it is you, you know, but it says right here, always be full of joy. In the Lord, and they says, and I say it again: rejoice. Mm-hmm. You know, the deal is, um, you know, rejoicing is having joy. I mean, you, you can't rejoice if you don't have any joy. And you know, and th- there are a lot of people, and you know, a lot of Christians. Um, maybe someone listens to this pro- podcast, and and and, and I realize we we get it. You know, I have a degree in accounting, in accounting, and they teach us facts, and I know what facts say. Facts say the economy's not good. The facts, you know, say that. You know we we're in a little bit of a recession. I mean, you know, the the facts say a lot of things you know that are negative and that we don't like to hear. But we can be joyful, you know, and happy because you know we serve a God that's not subject to facts. I mean, the Bible clearly says the things that are impossible to man are possible um, with God. And, and so um, you know, so I don't get all jumbled up and, and worried about stuff no i don't like paying two dollars extra a gallon for gas um you know or you know dollar fifty or actually three dollars a gallon whatever for for milk or or, you know all these kind of different
1: seven bucks a gallon at quick trip the other day
0: really seven dollars a gallon Yeah. well so you know i I know what places we used to get two two gallons for seven dollars um you know and i remember getting two gallons for five bucks or whatever and that is um a reason why you don't buy your milk at Quick Trip. Yeah, unless you're really
1: desperate, yeah. and I was that day.
0: Yeah, and for some of you guys that don't have a Quick Trip, we're sorry for you. Um, Quick Trip is, I believe, it's the best convenience store in the United States of America, mm-hmm. and they, they've, they started here in Tulsa. They've expanded in many different places. They might not be in your area yet, but um, it's a great place, and I always feel home whenever... Go to a quick trip, and that's that's the other thing that you know about Al- Alabama. Now has some quit- Georgia's had quick trips for a mm-hmm. while. The now. Atlanta market, yeah. And so Atlanta, Atlanta is one of the bigger markets. I, I know that from some quick trip people, mm-hmm. um, and um, and so now they've expanded a few in, in Alabama. They hadn't got to where I was. They were in Tuscaloosa where I was last time, but you know th- they hadn't got to Andalusia, Alabama. You know, oh something else is funny about that is when I saw their their high school, they use a letter A. It looks just like Arizona. Um, the, you know the college team Arizona, so they ripped off their. their <laughs> I, mean, I don't want to say they ripped right, off. They have a very similar logo to the Arizona, you know, A. Um, and so I guess there was a talk about maybe Arizona suing over that, and then they decided to let it go. And just let <laughs> the, the people of Andalusia, Alabama, you know, celebrate their their thing, and, and they're pretty excited that they redid their football field. Now that now they have turf a turf field there, and um, they have redid their stadiums. The, they sh- they went and took me by the stadium on to show me how cool how you know they've done it. You know. But you know what? It's it was pretty cool and be you know, because they were thankful. They they were thankful that, you know, that just like some bigger cities in America mm-hmm. that, that now the school district was able to buy a turf field. I mean, you know, now it seems like, you know, here in Tulsa almost I I, I think every school around has a turf field. I mean it's not even, you know, it's kind of a known thing. I mean, I, I remember play in high school if you ever got to play on, you know, only a few times of playing after turf and that was a, that was a big deal mm-hmm. like like wow this is now it's like yeah, you play all your games i mean you know so um you know it's it's not that big a deal anymore um so but i um, mean you know i do think that we you know if if you're not as thankful as you should be you know we, we should be more thankful you know and like i said if you're only thankful um and Thanksgiving, at least, be thankful in Thanksgiving. But we should be thankful all the time, um, in every circumstance. Amen. And it doesn't matter what's going on, how bad it is, um, and it will get better. And um, we we need to, you know, trust in the Lord. I mean, you know, and th- that's simply that. I mean, you, you know, I get it. Economy's not the, the best in the world. Everything's not, you know, hunky dory in United States of America. But you know what? This is still the greatest country in the world. I just want to let you know. Um, you know, you might feel that some of your freedoms have been Im- invaded and things like that. Man, there's a lot worse places to live That's the truth. than the United States of America. Um, you know, it's, you know, it's a great country because people always kind of, you know, you know, rip on our country for w- for whatever I'm talking about. When I say people, not those people coming the out the outside. I mean, they're, you know, and I do believe that we should close our southern border. But you know what? I I would understand why these these people want to come to America because you realize that you know if, if I'm a um, a person that's you know they call them illegal aliens I mean I don't know what's across I, I don't know if I'm going to be able to find a job I don't know you know
1: but it's it got to you know, be better than here but
0: but but, but, but it's, it's better than where <laughs> they lived before. You know, and, and I realize you know there's drug, craft, craft here's There were some bad people, but there's some people across the board. This bad hombres. You know, there's they're, <laughs> they're just trying to you know make life better for themselves. Um, and you know, and an interesting part about it is and I'm not talking about um, illegal aliens, but I tell you, man, and um, when you when you talk to, to people who are from other countries, I thought you are talking
1: about space aliens. Yeah, yeah, right? no, <laughs> no,
0: no, we're not talking about Buzz Lightyear and all those kind of things. From you know, we're we're talking about. You know we're talking about people who've come from other countries that that have legally you know made you know yeah. United States their home you know those people are are, are more they're more patriotic for our country mm-hmm. than most Americans are, and that's kind of a, a sad thing because in America well once again, we have that entitlement i mean you know yeah we're entitled, but you know um you know i'm thankful for my country you know I'm thankful for my God but also thankful for for my country um I continue to pray for this country. I'll just continue to vote. We should vote, <laughs> um, you know. And but you know, it's it's interesting. So you know, this Thanksgiving, I want you to be thankful for what you have, no matter what. But I also want you not only be thankful on Thanksgiving, but I want you to be thankful on 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 um, whether, um, Black Friday, um, Cyber Monday, and every other day of the year. Yeah. I mean, you know, continue to. to to thank God, and you know, maybe some of you might want to go and and grab my 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 dad's um series Thanksgiving to Continuous Flow. You can go to rhema.org dot um, slash store and you order it there. Um, also, maybe, maybe you're l- listening to this podcast and you've heard about Rhema Bible Training College, and you know, and our college is different than than most colleges because we have a wide variety of students. I mean, I today i was speaking to the first year students. And you look at them, you know, and a lot of them are around Tony and I's age, you know, the fifty-ish, you know. And then we have some young people today. And I actually was talking about a business I was involved in at one point in time, um, where we sold prepaid telephone cards. And I mean, you know, for some of you a prepaid telephone card, I mean, right offhand you would know what that is. And one of the students raised her hand and says, Um, can you tell me what a phone card is? Mm-hmm. I mean, they don't know what a phone card was or is, and that you know, long distance was not anything they've ever had to think about. I mean, you know, so you know, America changes, whatever. So I'm saying we have the 18-year-olds, and, and we have some 70-year-olds, you know, at Ramah. So you're never too young or you're never too old to come to Ramah. Who comes to Ramah? Well, there's there's a couple groups of people. There's some people come to Ramah to learn more about the Word of God, to learn more about the Bible. And some people come to Rama because they feel that they are called um, in, into the ministry. Um, you know, and, and so, um, you know, those are two groups of people that I know of some people who actually have retired from their job, um, whether they retired at 65 or they seeked, had early retirement, or maybe someone were let go during the COVID, the COVID thing, But but they have retired from their job. And they felt that they're called to the ministry and they're coming to Raymond. I know some people during the COVID situation, they lost their job and they're making a career change because they feel called to the ministry. And I know some people that, I mean, there's one gentleman who um, shook my hand and um, he told me the last time he shook my hand was 2002, I believe. Um, he said he came to um, Rhema College weekend in 2002, shook my hand and knew that god called him to rhema and um 20 years later wow. he, here i am a first year rhema student i said well what happened these last 20 years he said um have been running from god you know and, and I'm, but i'm so glad he huh. goes but now i'm back to where god wanted me to i i knew 20 years ago that god wanted me at rhema um it took me 20 years to get here i'm 20 years older or, or whatever but i'm excited about being here and you know, one of the things you'll do if you go to or sorry, RBTC, RBTC.org, and you'll go on there and um, you can actually fill out an application right now if you know you want to come. Um, or you can give us your name, your email, and your phone number. We'll have one of our student ambassadors give you a call talk to you about Raymond, schedule a time for you to come and visit the campus. Because, you know, when people visit the campus, that's when they usually make a decision whether they're coming or not. And usually nine times out of ten, once they visit campus, they, they show up. Um, you know, and um, it's a great place. Um, you know, Oklahoma's not a bad place to live. I know a lot of people say, well, I don't know anything about Oklahoma. It's it's a, it's a good place to, you know, to live and, and to raise a family. And so rbtc.org, we're accepting applications now um for the they call it the spring of twenty twenty three, but spring of twenty twenty three starts in January. Yep. And so that's the, the January term and um, you know, we actually are, are are on um um pace right now to have more spring students than we've ever had before. We're pretty excited about that. Um you know and you know and you can come in the spring or you can come next fall in um in September. And Raymond's one of the, is very affordable. I mean a lot a lot of people like I don't know if I can afford college. I mean, everything's more expensive. Well, a whole year, not a semester. A whole year at Rainbow costs right around thirty-one hundred dollars for the whole whole year. Um, most colleges, you can't even get a semester um, of of tuition for that. And that thirty-one hundred dollars includes not only your tuition, includes all your books and all your fees and all the different things you have to do. And you know, a lot of times people have a lot of hidden fees that you don't know you have to pay. Um, you know, so but it covers everything. And so. Ramah Bible Training College is a great place. Um also, too, you know, it is Thanksgiving time and um, you know, we're actually recording this a little bit before Thanksgiving, but I do want to put a plug in for the Rama Christmas lights. Um, um on Wednesday, the Wednesday before Thanksgiving, we turn on our Christmas lights here at Rama. Uh, it's it's a beautiful site. If if you want to check it out, um I, I think it's com or Rama Christmas lights, but or you can go to YouTube and type in Rama Christmas lights and you'll you can see many, many videos of the Christmas lights beautiful place um we have about a half million people that visit us um at Raymond during the Christmas season and, and it's it's one of the top 10 Christmas displays in, in the nation might be the top free displays in the nation because there are some there's some displays that are pretty awesome but you know you got to pay 65 dollars to go to Silver Dollar City to see their their Christmas lights I mean you don't have to pay anything to come here mm-hmm. to, to the Raymond campus um and enjoy our Christmas lights and um and we have millions of christmas lights um we have three million lights i don't think we're gonna put them all up um this year two things we found out is sometimes more isn't better um you know and um also labor shortages um um kind of took us and so we actually started putting our lights up a little bit later this year because we're having trouble finding employees to to work just like every other um, industry has and so um so, but it's still going to be awesome, and we're pretty excited about that. Um, you know, um, you know, I'm just thankful because you know, Thanksgiving actually kind of marks it when, um, um, w- right about this time. Two years ago, we started the podcast. Yeah, yeah. And so it's not our anniversary day, but it's kind of you know I'm thankful for you know it's like two years ago we didn't know what we were doing, and <laughs> the very first podcast, Tony, you know, you, you know, you felt that, I and mean, he he was pretty nervous, but you know now he's become an old pro, but. Anyway, um, Tony and I want to wish you a happy Thanksgiving, you know, and, you know, no matter what your life is is going on in your life right now, you know what, it will get better. Just be thankful. Amen. Well, here at Raymond, we're bringing hope, Hope, help, help, and and healing healing to to the the world. world. God bless you guys. You have a great day.